brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. What a day. What a beautiful day. Tomorrow it's going to be hot, sticky, and humid and muggy, but today was perfecto. I was outside actually doing work. I was doing labor, which I try to avoid. I was using tools. I was working on the lawnmower. I've got that story coming up. It's a fascinating story about how John Deere kicked my tail all morning. There's even photographs, and I'll show those to you. Hope you're having a great day so far. Uh, Weekend's five days away. Happy Monday. What a great weekend for President Trump. And great Americans across. I got to tell you, from sea to shining sea, the left is melting down. The media is melting down. And after President Donald Trump spoke several times this weekend and, of course, on the heels of a speech in Poland, all heck is breaking loose. Hold on. I'm about to get that heck for you again. Hold on here. Well, my Friday's ruined. It's absolutely ruined. I get up and I go and I turn on the news. First thing I see, first thing I see is Trump, not my president, Trump, shaking Vladimir Putin's hand. And I'm like, wow, you know, I mean, and then, and then to top it off, Trump, not my president, taps Putin on the back. It was like a tap, you know? And I'm like, there is your collusion, people. Like, if you can't, if you can't see that, seriously, if you can't see that, there's something wrong with you. There's something seriously wrong with you. I mean, I should be an investigative journalist because I, and then, and then, like, Trump, not my president, was looking at Putin and he started blinking. He was blinking at him. And then Putin looked back at Trump and he was blinking at Trump and they were like both standing there blinking at each other. And it was like, oh my gosh, it's like, it's like Morse code. They're communicating. They're communicating. They're, they're plotting for 220. And I felt so, I felt so helpless, you know, like I I wish I could stop it. (sighs) And of course that's a CNN newswoman. I'm just kidding. It's not a CNN newswoman. But it's so believable. It's so believable. It's it's a wonderful. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call her a satirist because she does some very funny things on Facebook. Uh, she goes by the handle Conservative Mama, and uh, that's what she does. There, there's a few other ones on Facebook and social media. There's uh, she is I guess a conservative mom. I know she she talks about her kids from time to time. 
Uh, then there's some millennials there. There's some 20-somethings that are conservative, young men and women. And the women in particular are hysterical because what they do is they mock their liberal girlfriends and they just nail it. So uh, it's worth looking for. Conservative mama, five four zero zero five eighty. My name's Ken Matthews. Happy Monday, the weekend, five days away. And again, the, the media meltdown continues. Pope Francis. My advice to Pope Francis, and I mean this with the utmost respect to the pontiff or the Holy Father or what, what he is called today, um, clean up your own house before whining about everybody else's. Pope Francis told the Italian newspaper La Repubblica that the United States of America and Russia, China, and North Korea and Bashar al-Assad in Syria have a distorted vision of the world. Do you see what he did there? Do you see that sleight of hand? Our socialist pope, our leftist communist pope, what he did there, what he slipped in. He thought he could lump in my country, your country, the United States of America, with Russia, China, North Korea, and Syria. I wasn't going to say anything about it. And I I thought, I see what you did just there. Woo, a little sleight of hand, just like when you move pedophile priests around from place to place. I don't like that. I don't like that. Now, you may have not done it, Pope Francis, but until you get a handle on it, not only in the state of Pennsylvania, but around the world, I think you need to focus like a laser on that. Focus like a laser. So I would suggest, I would suggest that of of any religion. Whether it's Pope Francis, whether it's Islam, before you start lecturing the United States on anything, you need to make sure that your church your house of worship, your whatever it is, your synagogue, your mosque, whatever it is, is a safe environment for everyone before you lecture the United States on anything. So let me translate that for the Pope. We don't care what you think about global warming. We don't care what you think about capitalism. We don't care what you think about free markets. You are the head of the Catholic Church. Stick to the Catholic stuff and clean up your own house. Amen. 800-724-5801. I know I just offended somebody. That was not my goal. But I guess the question is simply, as an American, should we just sit here on our hands as everybody from uh, the Pope to former President Obama just rip rip, rip up a new one every day? Is that what we need to do? Or is that the new is that the new frontier now? Is that what my kids are going to be learning in college? They're in high school now. Are they going to be learning in college that well, there is no difference between America and China? Because that's where we're headed and the reason we're headed there is because nobody speaks out like you do or I do. The majority of people don't speak out. That nobody's speaking out in the in the college dorm. Nobody's speaking out in the in the teachers' lounge at the high school. Nobody's speaking out. This would be an entire lesson in a social studies class if I was still teaching. This would be an entire lesson. 
Pope Francis said he's very concerned about the meeting of the G20. I'm afraid there are dangerous alliances between powers who have who have a distorted view of the world. And then he said America and Russia, China and North Korea, Russia and Assad in Syria. See, the Pope probably knows that very few people have read any history on the Catholic Church other than what they learned in Catholic school. But here's the thing, and here's what the left is going to learn, and they're going to learn it through talk radio, and they're going to learn it through the new wave of conservatism, the younger generation of conservatives that are exploding on the scene in academia and the media, and we're going to teach people that if you want to talk about slavery, you talk about all of it. If you want to talk about religion, you talk about all of it. If you want to talk whatever, you talk about all of it. We're not going to cherry-pick facts anymore to make America look bad. And if we sit on our hands, this is going to continue to happen. Someone needs to call him up on the Pope phone. Hello, pontiff. And you need to say, yo, man, hey, hey, why don't you go uh, St. Louis, Boston, Charlotte, get a handle on those priests. On those priests. Tell them to, you know. And then leave the rest of the stuff to us. And and the other thing. All the leftist leaders, do you notice they're pushing us as Americans and they're pushing our president. They want us to follow the lead of the G20. America is a leader. America is a leader. If you want your country to succeed... It would behoove you to take lessons from us. We'll be right back. Still to come on the show, a survey of European citizens proves how full of crap our American media is. And they have the same problems in the EU as we have here. The news media in the EU leans left, and the the leaders in the EU... Don't pay attention to the people. Same thing that happens in America until November of 2016. Same thing. Media leans left. They think what they think is important is important. If they are appalled, then everybody is appalled. If they're sad, then everybody's sad. It's the same thing in the EU. And I have a survey that reflects numbers and quotes of people, and you will... Be amazed. Actually, you'll feel better if you're one of those people that think we have too many illegals living in this country and we have too many immigrants pouring into the country when we don't have a handle on a lot of things we need to fix first. If that's your thought process, you're not a white supremacist. You're not a hater. You're just an American that loves its country and you want to keep it awesome And you want to put America first. There's nothing wrong with putting American first. Just because people on the left are so politically correct, they can't even say it. President Obama could not even say it. I knew we had a dingbat in office with President Obama when somebody said, you remember the press conference? Mr. President, do you think America is exceptional? And he said, well, we're... yeah, we're exceptional, just like France is exceptional and Syria is exceptional and... I said, where did we find this guy? Never mind, I know. 
Never mind. We, we know. We know. So definitely we need to have the people vote in the next election. And we did. November 2016. Let's grab some phone calls. It's Thomas on a cell phone. Thomas, you're on News Radio WHP 580. Hey, Ken, this is Thomas. Hey, uh, I travel between Carlisle and Harrisburg every day for work. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, well, they're doing some construction. They're widening 81. That's a good thing. Uh, it's a section of the road that really needs three lanes due to the volume of traffic. But something else they're doing is they're putting up those walls along the highway. I guess they're supposed to be sound barrier walls. Mm-hmm. To protect residential areas. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Governor Wolf is debating on whether or not we're going to have a budget this year, and he's got a shortfall, and we need to find out where we're going to, you know, how we're going to get all this money. To me, putting up those walls is a is just a waste of, and I assume our tax dollars are paying for that, uh, the state work, that they're putting up these walls, and I'm like, why? If I choose to buy a house within 100 yards of a highway, that the highway's been there for 50 years, and I don't like the sound of the highway, that's my problem. Hmm. That's the house. Another great point. Who who benefits from that wall? The, The houses that are on the other side of the wall. I don't benefit from the wall. Fix the road, widen the road, that's a good thing. Putting that wall up is a waste of taxpayer money. And that's just one one man's opinion. But Ah, it's a very interesting opinion. Thomas, I'm glad you called. Be careful out there. I was gonna I was gonna say that, you know, don't widen the roads until you get people to learn how to drive. <laughs> because, you know, they do they do the same thing. Be, they they are doing it everywhere right now. There's a big road widening effort on uh, 78 and 476 Turnpike Extension and 81. Uh, sometimes they widen it on the outside, widen it on the perimeter outside. Sometimes they do what's in that middle, the middle stuff that used to be grass. They contour that so it drains correctly, and then they add more lanes. But the reality is. Uh, I don't know if it's going to change anything. If people can't drive safely on two lanes, they're just going to drive like dingbats on four or five. And they drive like dingbats through the construction. The only thing, well, that was a very interesting take that Thomas said about the wall. What do you feel about that? I never even looked at it that way because I've never lived that close to the road. I would imagine if you're a truck driver living close to the road wouldn't be a problem. Because you're used to hearing that, or if you're you if, if you live in a city. But that's a great point. It's amazing. So apparently there must have been some movement or something to because initially I thought it was safety, and then I learned later, and and Thomas shared that as well that they're putting up those walls and they're doing that. And they usually do it while they're widening it. I don't know if they do that just because it's easier because they're already there. The road shut down. They have the equipment. I don't know, but they've done that along the turnpike too. You know, in and out of uh, in and out of Pittsburgh, in and out of Harrisburg. Uh, you see those giant uh, prefabricated concrete stone walls. Um, is that a waste of money? That is a great question, Thomas. It's a great topic, and I, I think it's a legitimate opinion. 
because all we ever hear from Governor Wolf, we don't have enough money. And then all we hear is we need to spend this. On what? That's an interesting thing. I would love to, I don't know enough about road construction to know what costs are, but I would imagine some of the stuff we're doing is pretty expensive. So, 800-724-5801. I don't know. I'd be a little uncomfortable about the wall, the height of the wall, because it doesn't give you any escape. In other words, it blocks off you if you wanted to get to the highway from your home. Think about it. That's just how I think, though. Escape mode. Did you see uh, an attorney for the New York Times argued in federal court that the paper's editorial blaming Sarah Palin for the 2011 shooting of Congresswoman, uh, and I'm drawing a blank, Gabby Giffords. Forgive me. I I just spaced out on the Congresswoman's name. Um, They said it was an odd. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Honest mistake. That's what the New York Times said. Yes. It was such an honest mistake that you repeated it over and over. And when you were called on it, you dug in on it. And it took several years to correct your honest mistake. Wow. See, hopefully there's going to be more of this, more of the exposure of how the left media targets and walks that line of libel and slander. And then by the time they correct it, no one hears or cares. Five four zero zero five eighty. Let's go to Jill on a cell phone. We're talking about the walls being built along major highways. Hi, Jill. Hi, I'm I'm Joe. Actually, J O. But yeah, um, I hi, Joe. Right, uh, I, I live uh, right here uh, in uh, Monroe Township in Cumberland County, um, and my house um, is right next to the Turnpike. I moved here set twenty seven years ago and didn't need a wall. Um, but now there's a natural gas line. You've probably heard about that coming through Pennsylvania. I heard it. I saw it in the news once. Yeah, well, uh, it, it goes right now by, by our house right now. So they came and commandeered not only parts of our property, but also took down all the trees. So now we can hear and see the turnpike. Oh, um, did you did you get any money for that? No. Oh, gosh, no. No, no. <laughs> but here's the thing. Um, we as neighbors uh, have contacted and written letters not only to um, – PennDOT, but also to the company that's putting it up, putting the the, um, gas line up, and um, have had no response. We're even willing to kick in for a wall because, you know, there's kids in the neighborhood, and I don't know that I need to get on the highway and run across it because it's the turnpike. It's not something I can get onto anyway. So in this particular case, you not only want the wall, but you see a necessity for it. 
and nobody is anybody responding to to you about it? Not yet. Nope, not yet. And and we knew it was coming. Um, and and now it's and now it's here, and that's fine. You know, the progress, that whole thing. But um, we've had absolutely no response. Um, and you know, tons of trees were taken down that we've planted specifically to uh, block the watching trucks not that they're not lovely but i don't want to see them all day um and to hear them and so now i can hear all that and see all that and and i can understand thomas's point of why should we put up a wall but i've been here 27 years with no problem now Mm -hmm. i can hear and see it all day under understood um, well and and it it appears that in in a roundabout way the government kind of caused your problem they kind of contributed to it so they should remedy it and I think they're making a penny or two, and, you know, that's the way the world goes. But um, how about we just put it back to where is plant us some trees, do something, but we can't even get any contact yet. So, Well, I, I got to tell you, I do like your attitude about it, seriously. I mean, you, I would be much bitter than, much more bitter than you are at this point. Well, yeah, yeah, but then I'm just getting high blood pressure, and I don't need that because let's not go there. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, who yeah, have so, you who have you contacted so we can call them out? Oh, uh, we've who's written it, to, um, to, to who's PennDOT. ignoring you. We uh, we've written to PennDOT and then the companies okay. that are doing the um, putting in the pipeline, which I don't think it's their issue. They're putting in the pipeline. They can't put up a wall. That's not what they do. That's true. It's really um, not their issue. No, it really uh, is PennDOT, and I'm sure that a department. I'm sure that eventually, years down the road, maybe they'll get back to us and say they couldn't do it or they didn't have money, but. I, yeah. Well, I don't see why they can't do it. Well, I'm like Thomas said, they're kind of expensive. We have a budget. We can only do so much. Um, right. And we probably need, I would say, half a mile of wall. I don't know how much that costs. It's because like, you can't go out and look on Google and say, I want to buy a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, so what is What's the exact location? Uh, we are right in, right, right um, in Monroe Township over by where Trindle Road crosses over the Turnpike. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did they, so, didn't, they just, didn't they just replace that bridge, or am I thinking of something else? They haven't replaced this bridge, no. Not the Trindle. Okay. Not I was thinking Trindle of another one. Because they have been yeah. replacing some of those crossover bridges, and right. they're sweet. Yeah, no, and they're sweet, fine. yeah. Yeah, okay. no, this one hasn't been replaced. It's where Trindle goes over the Turnpike. It's... um. You know, out right outside of Mechanicsburg into Monroe into on the way to Carlisle. So who's your state rep? Is that who is that over there? Uh well, let's see, who is it now? Um we had uh we oh, it wasn't even Pat Vance, although she's lovely. She's gone. I don't know. It was is it could be Cheryl Lozier. Oh, okay. Because I'm thinking, well, you know, we'll reach out to some some uh, some government folk, and the next time they're on the show, we'll just say, "Hey, what's going on with Joe's Wall?" Yeah, that could be the. I mean, maybe that's the place to go. We maybe haven't done the contact at the right places. But... I would, I would seriously, I would contact uh, state rep, your your local reps, uh, right? Because you got an election coming up in 2018, and who knows, they might actually get something done. I think I'll take your suggestion and hang out here with my neighbors on the deck tonight, and we'll see what we can do. We're just a tiny little neighborhood. That's the thing. There's, nice. Just, you know. So we'll get together. We'll write some more letters, and we'll keep you updated. Well, thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. Thank you for the so, call, and you, you've got me wanting to uh, visit you now. I want to, like, go by and see Joe's whole situation. 
but uh, she painted such a great picture, and it was such an interesting call on the on the heels of Thomas's call. But that would be a good point. I, I know a lot of people that do that. They plant the trees as a barrier uh, to whatever. I saw I saw that in real estate a lot. People would uh, they would plant the trees as a barrier to uh, another building or a school. Sometimes there'd be a parking lot. You know, sometimes behind like a giant or something, it's a residential area behind the parking lot, and sometimes they plant a barrier. So that would be a real bummer if someone came along and just said, we're going to take down all these trees. Or or maybe you can work out some free gas deal. But again, I, I don't even know if it's PennDOT. I think it has to do with the township and jurisdiction and land and borders and throughways and all that kind of stuff. But I would start by the... Uh, because uh, state reps are getting paid pretty well. so uh, And I think, uh, well, actually, they're working today, which, which is really exciting. They're, they're working on the, the phantom budget, the budget that is going to become law tomorrow, whether it's signed or not, and we're short $2 billion. So, But Art's having that bake sale. So he's, well, he's selling three cats and a puppy and a bunch of cookies because he wants to help out. Bob in Carlisle, another first-time caller on WHP 580. Thanks, Ken. Just going to comment on the uh, sound barriers. Okay. I'm going to require talk about the sound barriers. Yes. The only time time that changes is if they widen the road, change the amount of traffic on it, then by law they have to put in sound barriers. Ah, So when the turnpike gets widened to three lanes, she'll get sound barriers inside her house. But until that happens, she's not getting sound barriers. There it is. Thank you so much, Bob. See, this is, and I told Art this during the commercial break. I said, having the smartest audience in radio means within minutes of a segment, we'll get accurate information. Faster than if I tried to look it up through media and other sources. We'll get quicker information. Now that makes total sense. If it, see, I didn't even think about that. I was thinking, well, maybe they're putting up the sound barriers because they're there, so they might as well do it. <laughs> but I guess that now that makes total sense. And if you go in and out of Philly, in and out of Pittsburgh, Harrisburg, and other locations, in and out of Allentown, you the wider the road, the more the barriers. If it's not a widened road, it's no. There you go. Okay. Hmm. Maybe Joe could get some type of fence or something. I don't know. But uh, it's an interesting case. See, that's the part of local government that interests me, her challenge or her problem that she has. The rest of it just drives me crazy, like school board meetings and stuff. I, I My hats are off to the men and women that, that go to those school board meetings and they pay attention and they fight for, for kids and for the district. My hats are off to you. I salute you. I salute you. I could take about one or two of those meetings before I'm taken out for saying stuff I shouldn't say. So you have more patience than I do. 540-0580, News Radio WHP 580. I'm Ken Matthews, back with more of your calls next. It's really amazing what the right furniture does for your work environment, your office environment, your client environment and Harrisburg office furniture knows that they're located in Camp Hill no business or operation is too big or too small and when you get your furniture from Harrisburg office furniture Inc you get all kinds of good stuff with it like 
free space planning, free interior design, and free delivery. Now, that's critical. When you go to their newly designed website at HarrisburgOfficeFurnitureInc.com, you will see how awesome some of this stuff looks. You, when I say office furniture, everybody has a different picture in their brain. But when you go to the website, you'll go, wow, now that is cool. We could do that in our office. We could do that in our showroom, in our client conference room, whatever. It's amazing how just some redesigned products and environment and space with the expertise of Harrisburg Office Furniture, how they change your workplace for the better. Check them out online, HarrisburgOfficeFurnitureInc.com. Still to come, sanctuary cities are responding to the DOJ threat to cut funding. It is amazing when you have eight years of Obamianism, when you have eight years of people saying, I don't know if you can do this. Um, it's against the Constitution. Well, what are they going to do about it? How are they going to stop us? Eight years of that. Eight years of Eric Holder ignoring anything that didn't fit his social justice Civil justice, it was always about justice and payback and retribution, and I'll show you. That's Eric Holder and Loretta Lynch. That is their mentality. That's their mindset. Some people go down that road, and they say, I want to get to this point so I can help this person or that person or I can make a difference or whatever. And some people, and if you read the writings of President Obama, They want to get that power and get to a level where they can spend their life paying people back that slighted them or, in their perception, created things and made it unfair, etc. You see the the two distinct philosophies. One person says everybody is going to get a fair shake. And if I'm the attorney general, everybody's going to get a fair shake. But under... Lynch and Holder, it was, if I'm Attorney General, I'm going to go to as many police departments as possible and prove that they don't like black people. And I'm going to prove that the country is still based on racism. And I'm going to prove the inequity. And I'm going to prove the injustice, no matter what I have to do or what I have to ignore. So for eight years... We as voters and viewers and listeners sat back and observed and said, what? wait a minute, ah, what? what's going on here? You have all this proof. Why is Lois Lerner of the IRS still walking free? Because she was paying back the right people. And that's the far left mentality. That's the far left mentality. If, you know, if you're on the, the, the far left, extreme far left You're more upset if someone is killing whales or seals than if a group of people that are pro-Trump get their head kicked in in a parking lot. Not all of you, but I read social media. Okay? I read enough comments about Scalise to last a lifetime after he got shot. And the comments from the left about Scalise and those four or five other people being shot at the ball game were disgusting. But... 
the left is under so much pressure right now. The news media is under so much pressure that they can no longer stage their behavior and their reactions. They can no longer fake it. So you're seeing the real things come out. That's why the Mikas and the Joes and the Jake Tappers, they're either crying or lying nonstop because they're under pressure. And that's when you find out what people are made out of, right? When they're under pressure. Anybody can sail when it's perfect weather. The wind is at your back. You got all the sails up. It's beautiful. But what happens if either there is no wind or you're in the middle of a storm and things on the boat start breaking? Do you turn into a jerk or do you, can you still sail everybody home? And what we're finding out with the DNC is soon as the pressure got wound up, the wheels are coming off. The wheels are coming off. Meantime, our president goes over to Poland, makes one of the best foreign policy speeches in history. And he talks to everyone he should have talked to. And instead of going over there and bowing and kissing butt and telling the G20, we're so sorry, we don't mean to be so American. Please forgive us. We, I know we're just so damn capitalist. We're sorry. He said, hey, we'd love to work with you on some projects, but we're not going to work on this and this and this because it's bull crud. And that's what he said about the Paris Agreement and a variety of other things. He said, this is great, but this is wrong. And this uh, Canadian lumber thing, we're going to fix that. And the trade imbalance with Mexico, we're going to fix that. And hey, China, you want, you want a seat at this table? Then you're going to have to shape up or ship out. That's what was going on. And you can't win with the left. If you go over there and smack everybody, you get in trouble. If you go over there and kiss butt, you get in trouble. If you're Donald Trump, it's hard to win with the left. Your call's coming up.